Welcome to SEO Success for Small Business Owners. This podcast is about SEO, inbound marketing, content creation, and more. I'm your host, Graham Knight. Thanks so much for joining me. Let's dive right in. Welcome to episode seven, and today I'm going to talk about the fundamentals of keywords. So maybe you've got a beautiful website, maybe you paid a company to develop it for you, or perhaps you've developed it in-house, and maybe it's a few months old, or perhaps it's even a few years old, but have you really given it the love you should, and are you tracking your website analytics religiously? So here's the question. If you're doing this, what do you see? Well, if you're keeping an eye on a website performance, then you're going to see one of three things. You're either going to see lots of leads or sales, lots of traffic, but no leads or sales, or worst of all, no traffic. If you're not monitoring your website traffic, then shame on you because your website could be a critical part of your business that you're not utilizing enough. And I'm going to talk about this more in a future episode. Now back to the point, I suspect you're either very happy or you're very frustrated In the first six episodes, I briefly discussed how to track where your pages appear in the search results and where to place keywords to help Google understand what your pages are about, but what exactly are keywords and why does your website need them? From a searcher's point of view, they're simply the words and phrases that are entered into a search box. From your point of view as a business owner, where website traffic ideally leads to conversions, keywords are the topics your web pages target to answer those search queries. What we're trying to do in SEO is we're trying to match our pages to somebody's queries. And the link between those two things is keywords. Keywords give you a good indication of what your web content should be, and they connect your expertise with the searcher that is looking for you. At the foundational level, keywords have two fundamental concepts in common. These are search volume and keyword difficulty. Search volume is an estimate of the number of times a keyword is searched for per month. Keyword difficulty is an estimate of how hard it is to rank in the top 10. It's usually on a scale of 0 to 100, where 0 is easy and 100 is, well, problematic. These two data points are estimates, but I'm sure you can already guess that the best keywords to target would have low difficulties and high search volumes. Of course, life isn't that easy and there are lots of factors to consider. For example, Your business might be in a competitive niche and competitor websites might have more authority than your website, which just as a sideline means that they could probably outrank you on the same keyword pretty easily. Perhaps your on-page SEO optimization isn't that great and Google is confused about what you are trying to serve and to whom. A little hint here, if that's the case, you might very well get pushed down in the rankings because, well, Google hates confusion. To make you even more confused, it's only possible to know about the difficulty and search volume if you invest in a tool. Of course, there are free tools out there, but in this case, what you get is what you pay for. So here are a few tools that give you data about keywords. First of all, your Google AdWords account has a keyword planning tool. Now, I haven't used this for quite some time, but I do understand some of the data is a little bit tricky to get hold of. Ubersuggest is a popular tool with the entrepreneurial crowd. Longtail Pro is another tool that gives you keyword data. And of course, there are the tools that the SEO companies use, such as SEMrush and Ahrefs. Of course, there are other tools. 
one thing to remember is that data is valuable and some of these companies charge you a lot for access. You have to decide if the investment is worth the return for your business. So as an SEO consultant, I can tell you that I pay thousands of dollars per year for tools. And while I feel your pain at this thought, it's very hard to do a great job for clients without that investment. In episode five, I taught you the basics of keyword placement. The idea here is that your page is able to send signals to the search engines, telling them exactly what the page is about. Of course, you need to know what keyword you're targeting even before you write your content. Let's suppose for a minute that I have an HVAC company based in Boston. I might want to create a page to advertise my services in the city itself. So I'll open up a keyword research tool and I'll type in the phrase, for example, HVAC Boston into the keyword explorer. All the tools allow you to filter results, so I decide to take a look for keywords that are not too competitive. And I find out that the keyword HVAC Boston really isn't that competitive at all. It has a keyword difficulty of 12 out of 100, and it has a massive search volume of 400 searches a month. If I build a page that ranked number one in Google, got 400 searches a month and converted 1% of the traffic into a sale, then I'm doing okay. But HVAC Boston isn't particularly specific. What is the visitor really looking for? So I look down the list and I find an even better keyword, HVAC Repair Boston. It's in similar difficulty, but it has a lower search volume, 90 a month. But here's the thing, it might be closer to the service I'm offering and people who use that search term are really looking for repair. If my conversion rate is higher with a more specific keyword like this, then I have a better targeted page and I'm going to do even better in my sales. Now, SEO experts take keyword research to the extreme and create massive keyword databases, do a whole bunch of calculations even before they decide what keywords they should target for their clients. We'll certainly talk about how to do that in a future episode, but for now, just getting an idea of what keywords you can target and knowing how to place those keywords into your articles is a great place to start. Now we've covered some basics, you might be inclined to give it a go, so to speak. Here's a couple of hints before we close out. Do some keyword research and get a list of keywords that have easy difficulties and search volumes above 100 a month. Find keywords that are reasonably narrow and make sure the intent of the searcher is pretty obvious. Make sure the keywords are relevant to your business and your website and choose one of those keywords to start with. Head over to Google, type the keyword and take a note of what you see. What are the first five results? How are the pages composed? And when you click on them, what do you see? Do they have images? Do they have videos? How many words do they have? What's their word count? How exactly do they answer the search query? Now, model the top five pages and create your own page with your own unique brand, your own voice, your own content. Although it's a relative term, make your page better. And don't forget to listen to episode five once again and place your keyword in the appropriate spots. Now publish it. Congratulations, you just published your first search optimized page. Thanks for listening to SEO Success for Small Business Owners. The podcast can be found everywhere podcasts are available. You can check out all the links and resources mentioned and catch up on all episodes at www.newrootdigital.com.